Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Tellage Talks. And I'm going to apologize right from the get-go. I normally get these out on Monday, but we've been a little busy the last several days here in Northeast Ohio, as you may already know. The Major League Baseball All-Star Game just finished up within the last hour and a half from right this moment. And I'm in an edit bay here at Fox 8 in Cleveland and kind of unpacking some of my thoughts about the game, the festivities, what a great job the city of Cleveland did, and then also talk about the state of the game of baseball, maybe where it is going. We have some opinions from players. We have opinions from some fans, some inebriated, some not. And we also will be talking to a trusted member of the media about this as well. But first of all, the festivities. The Home Run Derby was spectacular on Monday night. First of all, the weather all three days was great in Cleveland. That is such a wonderful thing to have the opportunity to show the world what a great city you have when the weather is nice. It's a little difficult to do that if the weather is not cooperating. And the baseballs were flying out at a record rate on Monday night, and that was a fun thing to see. Perhaps if you're not that well initiated to the Home Run Derby or what happens in a competition like this, and you just flicked on the dial and pop, there's the game in front of you and you watched, I think you would have been intrigued by the power of some of these young hitters, by the personalities that they had, and just the great deal of fun that you saw within the confines of Progressive Field on Monday night. Vlad Guerrero, shame on the poor young man. He had 91 home runs in all the rounds that he competed in, and all he got for that was bupkis. He got nothing because he did not win. The winner was Pete Alonzo of the Mets, and they had a great uh, you know, showdown. It went to what you would call basically triple overtime in home run derby uh, uh, language, and he is the home run champion this year. The Mets Pete Alonso and wins a million dollars for it. They've tweaked the formula. I think I like what they have done with it. It keeps it moving, uh, keeps there a little bit more suspense. I think the old formula, when it just, it just kind of labored, they got a lot more action in a short period of time, and I think the fans had an absolute blast. Guerrero, punched the scoreboard twice with home runs. And I don't think the only other time I've ever seen anybody hit the scoreboard, and that was indeed in a game, was Mark McGuire back when he and Sosa were battling each other in those home run fights. Now, in the All-Star game itself that just concluded uh, this evening, great to see the young Shane Bieber of the Indians win the MVP. He struck out the side. 19 pitches, 11 of them strikes, and down they went. One, two, three, and Bieber was named the most valuable player. Now, this is a tremendous story unto itself. First of all, he didn't get any looks from any big schools when he was coming out of high school. He would end up getting an opportunity to play in college. He did that and then was drafted just three years ago in the 2016 drafts, fourth round pick for Shane Bieber. And it wasn't that long ago that he was toiling in the minors. In fact, very late in the month of May in 2018, last season, the Indians called him up on the 31st and that's when he made his major league debut. And since then, he has really shown the ability to be one day a solidified guy to be at the top of a rotation. So 
the Indians are very, very fortunate that he has developed the way that he has. Also, uh, in this situation on the All-Star Weekend, we saw so many people come here from the world of entertainment, and everybody just seemed to have a great time, whether it was connected with things at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or at the many outstanding uh, restaurants that we have here in Northeast Ohio. Everybody was shown uh, the best side of the city. The volunteers were fantastic. The Indian staff, the Major League Baseball staff, uh, of course, David Gilbert and the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission, a big tip of the cap to those people because they just continue to bring in these events and not only just bring them in, but execute them so, so well. C.C. Sabathia was a great story. He was honored at the All-Star Game because of his long career. He began his career here in Northeast Ohio with the Indians when they had those great teams in the late 90s and the early 2000s. And so he cut his teeth with some real good teams. Of course, he's now in the last year of his career. He is with the New York Yankees. He still holds Cleveland in a special spot in his heart. And uh, we had an opportunity to chat with him ever so shortly during the media scrum, if you will. And I just asked him, how good do you think the game of baseball is suited as it moves forward with some of the young talent that is playing in Major League Baseball? Here's what CeCe had to say. Oh, it's definitely in a good spot. I mean, just... I mean, the young stars that, that can play and they have flair, and that's what I like. You know, uh, the slogan this year was let the kids play, and, you know, I love the passion and, and uh, the flair that some of these guys play with now, and, I, and, and uh, you know, hopefully that continues to, you know, let guys develop that way and just let them be themselves out on the field, and um, we continue to get some good baseball. And CeCe really loves what Frankie Lindor brings to Major League Baseball. You all know who Lindor is, the Indians' four-time All-Star, the face of the franchise, Mr. Smile, great personality. Who does not like Frankie Lindor? Well, I asked Frankie also, how well do you believe the game is suited as it moves forward with all of this young talent? In a great spot. I mean, baseball's always been great. Uh, but... Having those this young faces and, and new guys in the, in the All-Star Games, it, it, it's fun, you know. It, it, it shows that the game has, continue, has continued to grow, you know. There, there's a lot of young players playing the game and are really good. And it, it's fun to watch them around the league, and uh, I'm excited for them. They should be enjoying this, uh, this event. So where is the game of baseball going? Should it be all home runs like we saw on Monday night? Do you want to see that, home runs and strikeouts? Or do you want to see games where the, the, the pace of the game moves along quicker, but perhaps there's not as much power, you're moving runners along, you're trying to steal bases, great defensive plays? What do you want? What would be best suited for you? Talk to a couple of fans, and here's what they had to say. Hi there, what's your name? My name is Nick Lusty. Nick, where are you from? From Medina, Ohio. Okay, what would you do if you were the commissioner of baseball to strengthen its uh, appeal to the younger kids in this country? Well, I think the Indians do a good job with uh, promoting the uh, the kids club mm -hmm. and everything such as that. Uh, they get a bag, they get packs. I'm not sure if every other uh, league throughout the country does that, but I think that's a, that's a, that's a plus. Okay. Kind of gets the kids a little bit more involved. 
gets them out in the field, gets them playing around the bases and things like that. Okay, and what would you do, like rules-wise, strategy-wise, anything to pep up what is basically a game that some people might think takes too long and that type of thing? Um, I think they did good this year with doing the, the pitch down count. I mean, okay. Harding was it. Uh, I'm not sure how many is it a minute about that. So I think they've done good at that. I Overall, I think it's just an enjoyable time coming out to the park, regardless of how long it is. I've bonded with my son over the past three years, so I don't think there's anything wrong with the time. Fantastic. Well, thanks for the time, buddy. Thank you. Hi there. What's your name? Uh, Donnie. Donnie, where are you from? Uh, Waynesboro, Pennsylvania, originally. Okay. But I've lived here in Cleveland, Brooklyn, Ohio for okay. uh, maybe like 13 years. And you're an Indians fan, I'm assuming? An Indians fan. Okay. Now, you're here for All-Star festivities. What would you do if you were the commissioner of baseball to kind of spice up the game and make it uh, have more universal appeal? Uh, maybe make it... Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Faster? Maybe shorter? Shorter, okay. maybe? How would you make them shorter? What would you do? Uh, maybe, maybe make the festivities a little bit shorter, as in um, downtown doesn't seem that busy right now. Okay. So maybe, maybe spice that up a little bit. Maybe shortness. Maybe shorten that. Okay. So you, you, uh, do you go to many games? A lot of games. Yes. Do you? And what's the appeal? What about the games makes you a big fan of the game of baseball in general? Uh, the action. I love. I love when it gets like crazy fast, and there's like home runs, or there's like um, you know, there's like a, you know, two down maybe, and then the team comes out, and you know, all of a sudden there's like they're up like four or five, and yeah. oh, it just it just the excitement of going back and forth. Okay. And so you would just want the games to be faster and obviously get as much more excitement packed into yes. it as possible. Yes. Well, congratulations. When you get the job, I will uh, I will help you implement your new policy. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Good stuff. And finally, we bring in the man of reason who's been a sports columnist in Northeast Ohio for many, many years. He loves the game of baseball. He is a admitted guy who played as a young person but was not super talented but fell in love with the game of baseball. So he's a purist for the game itself and has covered so many different sports here in Northeast Ohio. And that is Terry Pluto from the Cleveland Plain Dealer. So I asked Terry, just kind of like a state of the game of baseball right now as we were waiting for the All-Star Game to commence on this Tuesday night. Right. We are here with Terry Pluto of the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Terry, the state of baseball right now, great event for Cleveland. Where do you see the game of baseball, let's say, in the next 10 years? It will be fascinating to watch because I do think they have to make some changes, a pitch clock, and, and make the games go quicker. They really do, no matter what they say. They do. Uh, in terms of this weekend, I mean, this is this should be like – they ought to put this in a handbook, how to run an all-star weekend, because yeah. Cleveland has been terrific. Everybody's been saying that. The writers from out of town. But, you know, in terms of the game, you know, I know you sound like an old grump, but there are too many strikeouts and the walks and the pitching changes, and the games drag on too long. And what you want to do is kind of get back to where uh, if you can't get – basically, if they won't do it on their own, you got to enforce it. Okay. And by that, I mean, you know, maybe no more than three relievers in an inning, all this kind of stuff. I'm really open to changes, and I'm a traditionalist, but I know even myself, I start fading out when, you know, the average 
team striking out 10 or 12 times a game, that means, all right, say you strike out 12 times a game, you only, you know, 15 guys, only 15 other outs, ball's not in play enough. Yes. And that's the answer. The ball has to be in play because if you can't engage the young fans, if all they're seeing is guys striking out, they're saying, where's the action for me? And the old fans going, where's the action? You know, it isn't just I want everybody to go to the dead ball here and start bunting and, you know, just hit singles. But I also want, too, that, by the way, another thing, when a hitter steps out, you don't have to give them time out. You know, it's throw up to the, the umpire. Throw the ball. If I'm a pitcher, throw the ball, strike one. They'll, they'll stop that stuff. You don't have to change, you know, your batting gloves all the time. So these are smaller things that can be done. The obvious one, by the way, they got to get that netting up. The guys are bigger, stronger. They hit the ball harder than ever before, and I, I can attest to that. Yeah. You're asking for more and more problems. People will watch it through, and that that's like the easiest thing. That should have been done years ago. It should have been done last week. It should be done next week. Good stuff. Thanks, Terry. You're welcome, John. Thank you very much to Terry, and thank you very much to you for listening to this very short, abbreviated uh, sequence called Tellage Talks, and we look forward to having more episodes to share with you in the coming weeks, and we promise also to kind of scrunch it up a little bit and hopefully get a, a podcast out by next Monday as well. And if you have any thoughts or any comments about what we're doing, you simply have the great opportunity to to go to where you get your podcast. You can rate us, you can subscribe, and that way you'll have more of an opportunity to hear more and more of these types of episodes. So thanks a lot for listening, and we'll see you next time on Tellage Talks.